Hello everyone, I am Nishana, currently second year student at Alchemy IS Institute. Today, I will share you some contributions of Aristotle to the field of political science. Before the session, I will give you a brief introduction about Aristotle. Aristotle is a towering figure in ancient Greek philosophers. He contributed to logic, metaphysics, mathematics, physics, biology, botany, ethics, politics, agriculture, medicine and dance. He was a student of Plato. Aristotle is known as the father of political science. First, we can discuss about Aristotle's theory of state. He says that man is by nature a political animal by which he means that nature has not made man in such a way that he can live without state. He proves that state is necessary for human existence through analyzing the needs of a man. Nature cannot fulfill even the basic needs. Hence, the first association is family. Family can only fulfill some of the needs but not all of them. So, next association is village. Village can also fulfill some of the needs but not all. So, next higher association is state. So, thus man has created the state. Next, we can discuss about Aristotle's theory of citizenship. For Aristotle, citizenship is duty towards the state. Duty towards the state means participation in the affairs of state including legislative and judicial business. Aristotle does not believe citizenship should be provided to all. He excludes slaves, women, children and old people. He excludes slaves because he felt that they lack reason. And he excludes women because he felt that they are so much involved in the affairs of family that they do not have enough time for the state. And he excludes children because they lack maturity. And he excludes old people because their physical condition remains uncertain. When we critically evaluate Aristotle's theory of citizenship, it may not be treated as democratic and desirable. It's a narrow conception of citizenship. However, this theory cannot be discarded altogether because he makes a sensible argument that citizenship is a duty towards the state. If citizens can't afford to make qualitative participation in the affairs of state, then there is no point in considering them as citizens. Next, we can discuss about Aristotle's theory of slavery. According to Aristotle, nature has made two types of men. First one is those who are slaves by nature and second one is those who are masters by nature. Those who are mentally strong are ought to be the masters and those who are physically strong are meant to be the slaves. Nature has made some people physically strong so that they can perform physical work for longer duration. And some people are mentally strong because nature wants them to be involved in work that requires mental work and reason. Aristotle justifies slavery and he says that it is natural and useful. It is useful for the state as if if the master has a slave, then slave can work for him while the master can afford to make qualitative participation in the affairs of state. And it is also useful for the economic system because those who are physically strong can work for a longer duration. But we cannot justify slavery. Slavery in whatever form is considered as a violation of human dignity and cannot be justified. Human dignity is the principle which cannot be compromised. Each man is an end in itself. No one ought to treat other person as a means to an end. So we cannot justify the theory of slavery as Aristotle did. Next, we can look at it. Aristotle's theory of property. Aristotle gives three systems of property. First one is common ownership and common use. 
second one is common ownership and individual use and third one is individual ownership and common use and in first one common ownership and common use he rejects the first one he says that it is neither good for the property nor for the society if everyone is owning then at last finally it becomes no one's responsibility and common ownership is not productive because it is not motivating and second one is common ownership and individual use and he rejects the common ownership and individual use he says that it is not logical and not practical even if we found it in practice it will be highly exploitative and third one is individual ownership and common use and he says that this is the best option because individual ownership is motivating enough a sense of achievement and productive is seen in this and by common use he says that person should contribute towards the well-being of others Aristotle discusses justice in two dimensions rectificatory and distributive justice rectificatory justice is linked to the system of grievance redressal administered by courts he gives the principle of proportion by which he means that penalty should be in proportion of the harm done and next one is distributive justice it is linked with the distribution of justice distribution of resources honors awards everything should be done according to the principle of proportion and he calls it as social justice or public policy he also says that it is unjust to treat equals unequally and equally unjust to treat unequals equally he says that inequality is the prime reason for revolution everywhere in the world and this is true for even in today's world I hope you benefited from this session thank you for listening thank you